What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen It, the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager, season six, together forever by magic of essence. I'm Sam Canning. I'm Jordan Canning. Jordan. Yeah. Did you see the Amazon news? I heard that Amazon reached out to Jurgen It and they said, no. we'd, we'd love to get you on our network. However, no. but they said, we need po- calling all podcasts. Please be nice. Please. Yeah, they did announce that they are going to be putting podcasts on Amazon Music under the condition that the podcasters, neither in advertising nor messages, uh, disparage Amazon. Fuck you, Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Amazon. Fuck Jeff Bezos, scrote-looking motherfucker. I'm going to put my balls on his ball head. God, that'd be... Damn. Damn. Damn that... I I bet he just... He he feels bad right now. He, He doesn't know why. I'm going to go to Seattle, and I'm going to go find his big glass balls, and I'm going to shave them clean. <laughs> I don't. And then I'm going to circumcise him. Are you going to circumcise Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Are you going to, like, convert him to Judaism? Yes, I'm going to give Jeff Bezos <laughs> a bris. <laughs> Let's give Jeff Bezos a really nice bar mitzvah. <laughs> go fund me to get Jeff Bezos a bris. Fuck that. Someone would do it, too. But, like, if they funded it, he'd have to get the bris. <laughs> That's right. It's in their terms whether, of service. Whether he likes it or not. Change.org. Remove Jeff Bezos' foreskin. <laughs> we don't know for sure if he has one. But if he doesn't, then part of the funding is to give him one foreskin restoration <laughs> yeah. and then to remove the new foreskin <laughs> by a rabbi. So, yes, we're going to restore his foreskin. So we could surgically <laughs> remove it in a ritual ceremony. I think that's enough to guarantee that Amazon would not allow us on their platform. Well, I'm a little worried because, I mean, if, we are, we are if he was converting, he, the... he might want a bris. <laughs> we are offering Jeff the ride of his life. So this might this might come across as us offering to do him a favor. <laughs> so I want to you make think... perfectly clear that I am going to circumcise Jeff Bezos Without his permission. <laughs> Possibly the worst thing that you could uh, do to a man uh, with, <laughs> to circumcise them when they didn't ask. <laughs> Please. Look, to, to, our other, to our other foreskinned listeners, uh, I will circumcise you by request only. Yes. That's a, that's our <laughs> that's uh, our podcast motto. Well, I was going to say George Soros had his own special Patreon tier, but I'm thinking maybe around the 500 a month mark, we will come to wherever you are in the world and perform a bris. I've never done it. Have you ever done a bris? Uh, not yet. I'm. <laughs> it's one of those things like getting ordained online. You can just kind of take a take a quick. <laughs> I think there's probably. Um, speaking, we're ad, uh, Amazon is not our uh, advertising platform of choice, but we are actually sponsored by Skillshare, who has a wonderful course on foreskin restoration and circumcision uh, bundled together. So use the offer code SNIP THAT SKIN for uh, 20% off all foreskin restoration courses. Um, do you want to talk about Secret Life? Uh, just make sure that if you do if you do get a circumcision that you do not jerk it for at least a week afterwards. That's true. It's uh it's not it's not pretty. <laughs> well it is pretty, it's just it dangerous. <laughs> a beautiful disaster. <laughs> Much like this fan fiction, season six together forever by magic of essence. Yes. <laughs> well I would can just I say stop that, looking I would at just these say wrinkly that this is beautiful. can I 
can I stop looking at these wrinkly little preemie feats? Sure, that let's, are let's scroll of- <laughs> down past the promo feet. <laughs> the promo preemie feats? <laughs> the primo feet. <laughs> I just need to get this across to our listeners that the, the intro are on an all well, yeah, new yeah, secret yeah. life of the American teenager season six together forever. The wrinkly feet of a very premature baby hooked up to some kind of monitoring device. But it's yes. just the feet. Yes. Keith Trustell, do not interact. This is not for you. No. Um, this is episode 53. <laughs> How do you read this out loud? Episode 53. Doctors do and lie. Doctors do parentheses NT lie. Doctors do and lie. Who's starting this week? I'll start. Go for it. What, Mom? Amy shook her head and made an ugly face. <laughs> Why in the name of everything would you think that? Oh, right. I just remembered that Anne said that, that someone Anne was suggested trying to... that someone is trying to sabotage the pregnancy to God. kill Amy and potentially also the baby. Anne sighed and looked away. I know, it sounds crazy, and it probably is, but that's what I thought, and I wanted to be honest with you. Amy nodded. Thanks for your honesty, Mom. (laughs) It's the best policy. (laughs) Thank you for your opinion. But seriously, this is is not helping me or Brayley to have these weird theories of yours. Brayley is going to have conspiracy theory brain in, like, by age three. George frowned. But what if your mom's right? <laughs> Amy looked at her father in disbelief. Remember when we said that George would get Q-pilled the second he used a computer for the first time? Yes. I think that he might be already there. Mm-hmm. Hashtag save the Braley. She didn't know what to say anymore, so she just stared at her fingers. Look, I didn't mean to scare you. Amy didn't let her mother finish her sentence until she said, Mom, please. I've had a rough couple of days, months even. I don't need this right now. I really don't. Anne nodded silently and let go of Amy's hand. I'm just going to go grab some coffee. I'll be right back, she said, not looking Amy in the eyes. Mom, you're not mad at me, right? A furious Amy. (laughs) Can we be honest here? Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the secret life of the American teenager was filled with bullshit that never went anywhere. Oh, yeah. Like, I was, uh, actually, uh, sister podcast, Please Don't Make Me Watch This, has has resumed after a long great. hiatus. Uh, and they they just did season three, episode one, uh, which I don't remember what it's called. Oh, do-over. Uh, it, it is the episode with, see you later, boys. Um, oh, fuck. But it also had... A, a, a subplot that I had forgotten that apparently if this was the season three premiere was a multi-season subplot was George's fucking hair plugs. Yeah, remember they decided what if the funny Arrested Development did it, we could do it too. Yeah, and then Dr. Is- Hightower, the fucking pediatrician, was like, oh, come to my office, I'll take care of your hair plugs. Yeah, they're they're infected. But what this is, this is, is, of course, a fix-it fic where George's hair plugs have... They succeeded. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they were grown into long, beautiful hair. But what I was trying to say is that, like, this show is uh, beloved doing just bullshit that didn't go anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the money problems or George yeah, hiding the money. I suspect this will be that. Yeah, I was, well, I was gonna say that, that this is that, but also this is a hundred times more interesting than that, and I wish this was on the show. <laughs> yeah. This I mean, would have gotten people watching more than what if Ben burned down a school was. What if Amy got pregnant again and someone was trying to sabotage it? Yeah, I will admit that there have been points in this fanfiction previously where between recordings I've, like, looked ahead and been like, uh, what are we reading this week? Oh, yeah, it's the Clementine with the pie and blah, blah, blah. 
I am. I have made a, a solemn vow not to look ahead at this point because I You've forgotten. I don't remember if this goes anywhere at all. <laughs> all right, let's pick it back up. No, I just really need some coffee. Anna opened the door and walked out of her room. Once she closed it, period. She took a deep breath and walked to the cafeteria to grab that well-deserved coffee. (laughs) That cup of java. Once she reached the cafeteria, she noticed Dr. Worthley, goddammit, sitting (laughs) on a table, reading a newspaper, and sipping some tea. Without thinking straight, because clearly the wrong move is going up to him and uh, giving him any reason to speak. She went Why straight are you sitting to on him that table, Doctor Wehertley? To ask him the question that has been bugging her, Doctor, excuse me," she said, feeling like she was disturbing him. Doctor Worthley looked up and mentioned mentioned for her to sit down. I hope I'm not bothering you, but I had a question. Doctor Worthley sighed and nodded. So why are you sitting on a table? Just Don't kidding. mind that. So I have this weird sensation about my daughter that my daughter's pregnancy. I mean, she. She. To be continued. (laughs) Anne took a deep breath. I know this must sound crazy, but I feel like Amy's pregnancy was sabotaged, she finally blurted out. Dr. Worthley now looked as confused as ever. And what makes you think that? Fuck me, dude. (laughs) I've been been getting worse at accents, (laughs) like, in my own time. I was was reading a a stupid fucking copypasta the other day, and I was trying to do, like, a French accent because it was... Whatever. It was a French person in the thing. And I I think I've gotten worse at accents since we started doing this. So, uh, just like, it's just getting worse. So there's nothing we can do about that. I'm so sorry. You have terminal accentitis. Yes. And I think someone is sabotaging me. <laughs> Anne started playing with her fingers. Because we were told that she had preeclampsia, but she had eclampsia all along. That and the doctors lied to us. We didn't know she was in a 24-hour coma. I feel like we were lied to. Dr. Worthley's look changed. The coma thing is something you should consider going to court with. Oh, God. <sighs> I, I, must, I must be stopped. <laughs> Somebody kill me. <sighs> he Would said, you like me to read looking... Dr. Worthley's lines for you, or do you want to suffer? No, I, I need to do this. I don't know why. Nobody wants this, least of all me. He said, Leave a comment fiercely and, and a review. Leave a review on iTunes if you want Sam to keep doing Dr. Worthley accent. Yeah, leave a five-star review if you want me to stop, and a five-star review if you want me to keep going. I want to see that review on iTunes. Because that's unacceptable to not inform- Oh, God. Because that's unacceptable to not inform you about that. Anne nodded. I still haven't told Amy. Because she's in such a fragile position right now. She looked away. Look, Dr. Worthley said, closing his newspaper. I don't know who treated your daughter in New York, who a doctor was. Her condition was something she was misinformed about, misdiagnosed, as bad as this is, and something that should never happen. Things like this do happen, unfortunately. We doctors try to save lives, but even we make mistakes sometimes. Anne nodded. I know, and I can't even believe I think such a thing. But that's just what I get out of this situation. I'm just asking questions. She looked down, her eyes filled with sadness. So... Who was her doctor? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. So, who was a doctor in New York? He asked, noticing her uncomfortable position. Sitting She's also sitting on the table. <laughs> on a bench instead of on the table. Doctor. How she could she possibly? How could she possibly remember this name? She closed her eyes to think deeply of his name. <laughs> me too. 
His iconic name. <sighs> it was Dr. Dre, she said. Dr. Worthley nodded. He okay. left. No, it's here's not. What I'm, <laughs> Tell here's me what, what the I'm real going to be is. doing. I will make contact with New York Zion Hospital, and I'll ask after Dr. Dre to have a little chat with him. Anne's eyes lighted up. Thank you so much, she said. And, oh, and I will be asking Amy's full medical records to have all this sorted out so we can give you your answers. I just need reassurance. I need to know what really happened. If there's another perspective to this situation, Anne said. Dr. Worthley nodded. Very well. He stood up and took his newspaper in his right hand. Oh, and tell Miss Jurgens that another doctor will come in tonight for Brayley. Anne stood up. What for? she asked. Routine check, he a- he said. And with that, he left her in the cafeteria. Okay, now I really need some coffee, <laughs> she thought. <laughs> what? Dash. What happened what happened in the scene to prompt that thought? I don't okay, know. like like is this this is gonna be a fucking thing where it's gonna be like, we gotta take Brayley for a routine checkup. And then Amy's going to be like, what's wrong with Brayley? And then they're going to be like, oh my god, Brayley, what if there's something wrong? You know, just routine stuff. But checking what to if, make sure her What arms if he's also lying for some reason? Hey, what took you so long? George asked, looking wondered as ever. I'm sorry, I ran into Dr. Worthley and I had a nice little chat with him. George's look changed. He, he spun around like in The Sims and changed into a cool <laughs> outfit. So, hey... <laughs> So, you're straight again. <laughs> he, he asked, vomiting all over the floor because he was just that funny. Anne rolled her eyes. Not like that. I talked to him about my thoughts over the situation. Amy sat upright. Mom, really? She sighed, overdramatically. Apparently, Magic of Essence <sighs> is in agreement that Amy should... Uh... Now my doctor thinks my entire family is crazy. Anne sat down. On a chair. Oh. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Amy's eyes filled with confusion. Wait, he didn't believe you, right? Anne instantly shook her head. No, not like that. He appreciates my concerns. Wow, Mom, you didn't hesitate at all. That was amazing. That was amazing. He's going to contact the hospital in New York to give us some reassurance what what went wrong with you being misdiagnosed. Amy nodded and looked over at her daughter. Another doctor is coming in tonight for Brayley. Amy's eyes looked full of fear. <laughs> Why? She asked. Nothing to worry about, just a routine check. Anne responded back. Amy sighed and closed her eyes for a second. Will this nightmare be over soon? She thought. After almost begging New York Zion Hospital for Amy's full and original medical records, they finally sent Dr. Worthley a digital copy. However, Dr. Worthley specifically asked if he could speak to Dr. Dre, but he refused, saying... He couldn't reach the phone at the moment because he was in surgery. After Bullshit. scrolling through some, after that, scrolling that was through in some quotes, pages, by the way. Yeah, that was him saying that. in quotes. That was he was on the phone while doing surgery. Ah. Uh. <laughs> after scrolling through some pages, he realized he needed to print the pages out because it would only make things easier. Okay, thank you. Once he printed the copies out, he went to his desk and put the copies on top of the newspaper. He didn't have a chance to finish. Thanks to Miss Jiggins. He thought. What an asshole. I know, fuck this guy. Uh, fine, I'll investigate the fact that her doctor... A malpractice kept, suit. ...kept it secret that she had eclampsia, and also that Dated he her. didn't tell her mom that she was in a coma, 
And also that he went on a date with her. Fine, I'll look into it. God! Documents after documents involving Amy's pregnancy statuses and her illness signed as Eclampsia! Not preeclampsia. Another signature showed how it was indeed true that she was in a 24-hour coma. After quickly scanning down the last page, he noticed how the trouble this pregnancy really was and how so many things were explained on this piece of paper. But no one took action to prevent eclampsia from breaking through. Why? <laughs> this just, fanfic really I'm trying went to think from a writing final... perspective why he printed it out. Sometimes, is it just you know, is it just more dramatic to describe him like going through papers than scrolling through a PDF? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you okay. can take notes on a piece of paper. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. This fucking you can, you can put them on a fucking pin board with bits of string and and tacks and stuff. Pepe Silvia, Pepe Silvia. I've got boxes full of Pepe. Um, he saw the date and time of Amy's first hospital checkup. It's. It said nothing. Nothing was there. I heard no a. Pre-eclampsia. I had a. Pr- I heard a pretty compelling fan theory that Pepe Sylvia uh, actually meant preeclampsia. 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 Amy's <laughs> whole body is full of preeclampsia. There you go. No preeclampsia. No eclampsia. But on her second ultrasound checkup, it abruptly changed into eclampsia. Doctor Worthley sighed heavily. I really screwed up. He thought in Sam's voice. Thank Reading you. further into the document, he saw Amy's last checkup in New York written down, stated as eclampsia. And one thing Dr. Worthley noticed on that little piece of paper he just printed out that Ann Jurgens pulled out of her purse that started to worry him. Patent ductus arteriosus. Patent he said out loud. ductus arteriosus. Uh, the, the fucking bogart turning into whatever the fuck who gives a shit. Patent ductus arteriosus is a persistent opening between the two major blood vessels. Well, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Magic of Essence is going to copy paste the entire Wikipedia page <laughs> yeah, in the course. next chapter. Why am I reading this now when I'm just going to get to read it again later? <laughs> he said out loud. He took a deep breath, closed his eyes silently, and shook his head, not wanting to believe what he just read. They noticed it on the scale. Hey, what does it mean? To- <laughs> Sorry. They- what does it? What does it mean to close his eyes silently? <laughs> He didn't well, do the normal sound when he closes his eyes well, of his eyelids when he slamming closes shut. His <laughs> eyes, the sound of one eyelid closing is a little ding for a wink, right? Oh, so right. closing both eyes is two dings, but he did it so no dings came out. Okay, okay. I noticed that on the scan, and I couldn't let them know. Are you this making fun of me? This is how I'm going to start me? doing Dr. Worsley's voice from now on. This is this is what I'm going to do to you. This is so fucked up. Jordan, I just had a birthday. <laughs> Yeah, and you know what? Your birthday's over, bitch. No, <laughs> I'm 27. You can't make fun of me. He's been a doctor for quite some... Well, when you're 28, maybe my birthday gift to you will be uh, how to do an uh, authentic, outstanding Australian accent. The podcast will be over by then. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, you can create an extra episode where you, you do it, it all in Australian accent. Bonus He's reunion been- episode. Jordan, Jordan humiliates me further. He's been a doctor for quite some time now, and ne- has he never, ever experienced something like this. How can a doctor from the other side of the country be so careless? I looked further into the documents until his eyes landed on the signature of the doctor who signed it. The doctor who didn't tell his patient the truth. There was a one single apostrophe before that, and yeah, I that don't was, know why. Yeah, that's a quote. Dr. Dry, he said out loud. Who are you really, Dr. Dre? Mo- but most importantly, why? Why is that your name? Why? <laughs> are you a... Uh, user 64067396, uh, the ultimate hater, says, 
Oh, fuck this Sorry, person. but I'm losing interest in this story. It's sad and depressing and not what I enjoyed reading like prior episodes. What I liked most was the back and forth with Ricky and the and Amy and the wondering about whether they really Amy. loved each other enough to have a happy ending. Put your seatbelt on. Yeah, he's being such an asshole. Whee! It's your fault that I cheated on Clementine, Amy. Magic of Edson says, I guess you just have to keep reading to find out. So I'm sorry if that makes you feel that way. This storyline, I'm writing now in parentheses, has a big meaning behind it, and it has to get out there to get to the good parts. It's not for everyone, so if you don't enjoy this anymore, you shouldn't continue. And Damn. then Dull's Shappiness says, OMG Cliffhanger. <laughs> That's uh, what keeps me reading it. Yeah. Magic of Edson says, OMG, I know. OMG, I know. Oh, author's note, just here to let you know I'm working on the next episodes right now. A couple of you asked me how many episodes are left for this season, and I really don't know. Less than ten. That's the only thing I think I know until I start the sequel. Also, I know a couple of you are not happy with the dark turn the story took. I want to apologize for that, but this is the way this story has to be told to remain realistic. But don't worry, a lot of happy moments are also in store. You know what they say, after rain comes sunshine. After every storm, the sun <laughs> always shines. Amy will rise above the storm and will find her sunshine. The sun will shine again. Okay, you know what I mean. All all reasoning is, is valid. There are no right or wrong. There's no such thing as right or wrong. All plot points are consciously written plot points. Please don't kick me off the show, Stan. Can we get a um, promo? On an all-new Secret Life of the American Teenager, season six together for everybody magic lessons. Um, it's Amy making smile face. I think it's a Shailene Woodley oh, this, and Darren. Yeah, Kakasoff. this is a promo. And they're uh, this, but is, Amy this is this is like this is the this is what they would show when they go like on an all-new ABC Family Monday. So like this, it looks this like is what you see. Shailene Woodley is on a TV show, you know, with Darren Kagasoff, and she's smiling and making, like, I'm Shailene Woodley, the actress face, but Darren Kagasoff is looking at Shailene Woodley as if he's Ricky looking at Amy, and it also doesn't help that he's wearing basically the exact same kind of outfit that Ricky yeah, would wear, which is like know, an epic weird. I've never thought about it before, but those promos, I wonder if they are actually being in character. I, I hope not. But like, why else would he be looking at her like that? <laughs> I think that that's, show? I think that's like sort of, it's sort of a, just, just giving you a sort of tone of the, of the general season is it's like, what's, Amy's happy and smile, but Ricky want her. What's that fucking show that, what's it, Inside the Actor's Studio where they talk yeah. to like the, can I speak to, can I speak to Amy Jerkins? Can I, can you bring out Ricky for me? And he's like, yeah, I can. Can I speak to Amy Jurgens? I'm sorry. She's tired right now. Yeah, she's tired right now. Can I can go? I, can, can I, I speak leave? To I don't even know why I came on this show. I, I got to go back to the set of Martin Scorsese's The Departed. Can I speak to Roberto, please? No, he doesn't exist. Episode doesn't 54, exist. Sorrowful Moments of Love-Hate-Heartbreak. That's a good title. Have you noticed that Magic of Essence has abandoned uh, putting songs at the end of the chapter? Uh, I I really hope that it's not forever. I I just want like One I want the final episode of this to have like some incredibly sick uh, drop. You know, like like bang like fucking or beast something. Of, beast in the harlot. <laughs> <laughs> beast in the harlot would be great. I mean, that's that's, that's like, basically that's Ricky and Amy. Yeah, that's just that's just Raimi. Um, I have the here's the weird thing. I really feels like Magic of Essence has started to lose steam on this fanfic and wants to write something else. But the thing, the something else she wants to write is more of this fanfic. So I don't understand why she's kind of losing steam on this. I mean, I feel like that's just kind of what happens with 
with fanfics like this. I imagine when she came into the, the writing of this, she was like, okay, so here's my idea for a story. Amy's in New York, but she comes home and she meets, she meets up with Ricky and then they have sex and she gets pregnant. And then she has to drop out of college and come home to California. And then she and Ricky rekindle their relationship and then they have a baby. And I don't think she really thought it through any, any further than that. So I, I imagine that at this point in the story, she's kind of just like spinning her wheels to just it be like, it seems to me that maybe how, season what seven can, would, what can continue happening? Season seven would contain more of that Raimi fluff that we all know and love. And she's decided that she's just sick of writing medical drama and she just wants this to be over. So her and Rick, so Amy and Ricky can get legally Christian married again. Right. Cause I think, I think that's part of it is that she got to that like sort of like episode 50 point where she was like, kind of just dragging things out to to keep people on the hook and make them go like oh my god i hope she's okay and then she did her big chapter 50 and now i feel like she's just kind of like well it's just really funny that what we've we've said this whole time that this fan fiction fiction is exactly like the secret life of the american teenager except for the names are slightly funnier but um much like the show this fan fiction has very little to deliver in terms of ricky amy fluff which yeah. was very surprising for a, a Raimi fan fiction. For like, no, she just she was hitting all of the the greatest hits. Ricky yelling at Amy at a restaurant. Ricky yelling at Amy in the car. Ricky yelling <laughs> at Amy in the hospital. Like she knows how to write Ricky. It's just I'm surprised this is the fan perspective that. <laughs> but I think she's I think created. she's trying to do like a slow burn because Ricky is Ricky is in love with her at this point in the story. I know, but but Ricky like but the sh- story is almost over. <laughs> Well, right, it's not supposed to be. Yeah, let's let's start over. Let's start it. Let's Doctor, go. oh, start over. Okay. What's, What's up, up for- Doctor Worthley? Amy asked, looking wondered. Ah, it's been a minute. I'm sorry I came in this light, he said, looking down at his clipboard. On his clipboard is a single piece of eight and a half by eleven that just says "work on the- workshop the accent," <laughs> circled three times in red marker. You got this. <laughs> you can do it. The other doctor it. already came for Brayley, Amy said, looking over to her peacefully sleeping baby girl. Where are your parents? He asked, looking around. They left. She noticed the doctor's odd behavior. He's walking on his hands. Why? He just shook his head. Oh, sorry, that was her. Why? He just shook his head and took a chair to sit on. And where is your boyfriend? He asked. Amy shook her head. First of all, he's not my boyfriend. And secondly, he went home to get some stuff for me. She looked worried. Is everything okay? She asked. I would be lying if I said yes. Oh but I think it's God. best if we wait for Mr. Underwood to come first before I get to the thing I wanted to talk to you about. He I, responded back. This is the worst doctor. I would be lying if I said everything was okay, but I'm not going to tell you what it is until you until the man shows up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like Ricky going to Clementine and being like, Let's have dinner first, because you might want to break up with me afterwards. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was so funny. Amy shook her head wildly. She abruptly sat upright, ignoring the sharp pain down her stomach. What is going on? She shouted. You need to tell me what's going on. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Dr. Worthley sighed and looked at her frightened-looking face. Very well, he said. I have some good news and some bad news, he continued. The good news is that you can go home tomorrow morning. You will be dismissed at 7 a.m. Amy nodded. She felt scared of what would be next. Sure, she was happy she would be dismissed soon. But what was the bad news? Oh, this is... 
This is a lot of words to say in Dr. Murthy voice. Here we go. Here we I contacted go. New York Zion Hospital for your full medical records. The doctor who treated you there didn't want to speak to me, so they sent me a digital copy of your medical files instead. He sighed. Once I got the copy, I could see your entire pregnancy written down. Amy looked confused. You didn't have preeclampsia or eclampsia when you were, like, six weeks pregnant. Like is a fun word for a medical doctor to use. But on your second doctor's appointment, it said eclampsia. You were 12 weeks pregnant when the doctor stated that. Amy looked down. So I truly had this all along? She asked. Dr. Worthley nodded. Yes, but that's not what I wanted to talk to you about. I know you wanted the truth, especially your mother. He sighed once again. Remember when you passed out halfway through your pregnancy still in New York? He asked. Amy nodded. How do you know this? It's on the medical records. He looked at his clipboard. You were in a 24-hour coma. I love that this is just magic of essence. Like, this is just Dr. Worthley just telling Amy the things we already knew instead right, of like, telling us it, anything. Is this a retcon? I thought she already knew that she was in a coma. Yeah, but like, but like, he's like, I got good news and I got bad news. And the bad news is these things that, that Anne and us already knew, but now Amy learns it. But there's like, no new information. Like, doesn't Anne know that Amy was just, like, how would she not know that? I know, right? Like, she took her to the hospital. She was conscious for the next 24 hours. Well, yeah. Like, you don't just sleep for 24 entire hours. Right. Is the thing. Like, didn't Amy wake up and and be like, what happened? And it's like, oh, it's tomorrow. And she's like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) Anyways, keep reading. I just saw a really fun typo that confused me very badly. Amy now felt like the whole world was making its way back on her shoulders. The coldness of the night shivering down her spine damn what she said you were in a coma this however did not affect your baby in any way but you were not informed about this no one in your family was the doctor in new york lied to you about that he didn't give you the knowledge of knowing you were in a coma a silent tear fell from amy's eye but why didn't they tell me she asked a loud tear fell from amy's eye i don't know this is very wrong. He handed her a document. This is so fucked up. It was a so the <laughs> okay. So this this is in italics and quotes. It was a so the freaking hospital paper that is S E W. So the freaking, freaking hospital, hospital paper. Well, it wasn't written like that, but in her mind it was. <laughs> you should consider sewing New York Zion Hospital and Doctor Dre for this. He nodded. You really should. Amy nodded carefully. I don't understand. Why me? She asked, wiping tears away. Dr. Worthley didn't know how to bring the next news. The news he saved lastly, because it was something that would break her. Tear this family apart, even. We have to take Briley tonight, he sighed, for a hot checkup. Amy looked up, directly into Dr. Worthley's eyes. What? Question mark period. He looked back at her. Knowing the confusion she was feeling was consuming her. We have found out you were carrying an unhealthy fetus all along, he said. What is going on? She screamed furiously. And at that moment, that direct moment, (laughs) Ricky stepped inside. He overheard the last part of the conversation. She's not a fetus. She's my baby girl. How dare you say that? She said, sobbing. Ricky ran towards the bed. He leaned in to give her a hug, to to just hold her tightly. 
What is going on? He asked, looking at Dr. Worsley. We have to take Braley tonight for a heart checkup. We believe she has the illness called patent ductus arteriosus. Amy wiped her tears away and loosens herself from Ricky's tight grip. What does that even mean? She asked. It means that Braley might be born with a heart illness. Ricky shook his head. Are you glad that this is at least consistent? Uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Ricky shook his head. But she looks fine. Why didn't you notice that before if she has a heart condition? But she looks normal on the outside. But she looks great. Dr. Worthley stood She's up. perfect. Because on Miss Jergen's medical records, it sh- said the baby was identified with the illness during Amy's second trimester. But there's a chance that Braley might ev- not even have it. Do you think the Magic of Essence bag- gave him an Australian accent just to As fuck with anyone who might read it out loud? <laughs> because I don't know why else he would. Secret Life pro- podcasters. But there's a chance Braley might not even have it. Because for this particular illness, the symptoms only show up a year after the but after ah italicized, <laughs> italicized baby No doctor ever really notices the heart illness during the pregnancy, and for that reason, I think it's odd that they already saw it on your ultrasound. Amy took a deep breath. Wait. So what? What? Huh? Wait. He's saying that this is an illness that only shows up uh, with symptoms a year after the baby is born. No one would ever notice this this during pregnancy, which Dr. Worthley thinks is really fucking weird because it was written in her patient notes when she got an ultrasound, which makes no sense. Where it shouldn't have been visible yet. Yes. All right. Yeah. Amy took a deep breath. <gasps> so she might not have that heart illness, she asked, looking hopeful. Dr. Worthley nodded. She might not have it, but there is a chance she does. Ultrasounds don't lie, except when they do. Doctors do to lie, as they say. Ricky looked up. Oh, fuck yeah. But doctors do. Oh. He said, pointing out that he overheard the conversation Dr. Worthley and Amy shared earlier, once again thanking himself that he refused to get let John get vaccinated. Dr. Worthley ignored that comment. But we have to make sure. So, I'm going to check. take her now to check this out. Amy nodded, placing a hand on her lips to stop herself from screaming in pain. Jesus. Ricky's eyes looked dazed the f- <laughs> Ricky's eyes looked dazed the fuck out. Oh, shit. He was holding Amy's other hand, trying Ricky to cover her. Ricky was blasted with... What? What? Never mind. Ricky's eyes bulged out of his head like a cartoon wolf. <laughs> trying to comfort her, but she was a mess himself. What happens if she has this? Amy asked. We'll talk about that later, Dr. Worthley said. First things first. He walked over to Braley's incubator and started to stroll her away from Amy. Amy, from away from Ricky, he walked away out of room 233 with Braley in the incubator. Amy and Ricky leaned on each other. He held her tightly, and she held his hand. It's okay. It's okay, he said, wiping her tears away. She pulled away, her eyes searching for his. I love you, Ricky, she said. And then they... Fucked. OMG! This is the only update! Update! Please update! Please update, update. Please update. update. soon! I want to happens. know what happened next! Please! I please! Will. I need I to know! Yee-haw. Where's the updates? I gotta find some updates, please! On an all new Secret Life of the American Teenager Season 6 Together Forever by Magic Vessels. Void! Yeah, no, no, Nothing. no image or anything. Not Just even like thick. a fucking blank Wattpad. Fanfic is, is a barren wasteland. Yeah. 
Episode 55, the decision that will stay with us for the rest of our lives. How many more do we got? Let's see here. We got three more after this, so four Three more, and then three, yeah, so... Probably we'll one more. This is probably the second to last uh, episode of of yeah. uh, Together Forever. Damn. Two weeks we get to get the normal Ben fan fiction. What? I said we get to read that normal Ben fan fiction that you've been talking about in two weeks, where Ben does normal things. Oh, that's that, not what it's. Huh? I think you're mixing things up. I thought you said that Ben does some things in the next fan fiction. No, Ben doesn't do anything in the next fan fiction. Oh, Ben isn't in that one. No, Ben. I mean, he's in it a little, but he's like barely in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry if I got your hopes up. I was really excited because I thought Ben was going to be doing some bullshit. No, I, I like Ben. Ben has like a small role in it, but he doesn't really do anything that that kooky. Okay. <laughs> Episode fifty-five. What? I just, I just recall um, you saying other things about about the next fan fiction. I really doubt that. I don't know why I said that. She said, feeling embarrassed of herself. <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> She hid her face behind Sam's strains of hair. Okay. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to apologize. (laughs) He said, looking disappointed. But you can't just tell me you love me and then change your mind about it. Either you love me or you don't. Just look at me in season five. Remember when I was absolute in my love for you, Amy? Amy swallowed carefully and looked in his eyes. I'm an emotional wreck, Ricky. I don't know what to think or say to you. I wish to take the last few moments back, at least for a little while longer. He stood up. But why wait? He asked. I love you, and you love me. We're a happy family, with a great big hug, and a kiss for me to you. Sorry. Stop. (laughs) Did you ever watch Barney? Nope. Too young. Too young. Yeah. I, I, I was, I of course watch it because I'm 27, but yeah. you're a little too young for it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, it, it's like when they put Pee Wee's Playhouse on, uh, on Adult Swim because it was kind of, kind of wacky and it was a little, little bit like, kind of like a little, maybe a little bit weed funny. Yeah. Like, also, Paul Rubens isn't ar- allowed around children anymore. Nope. Well, well, <laughs> I love you and you love me. Why wait? She immediately shook her head in disbelief. You love me? She asked, wanting to hear it one more time, to know for sure he if she indeed like heard that right. He proposed, three chapters ago! Well, she, to be fair, she thought that he was proposing out of, like, a, oh, we have a, we have okay, another kid. I know, but, like... So that, because that was the thing, is Ricky was like, he, I love her, but I don't, I don't think that I can tell I her that now, her, because I fucked I it up. tell her. You really love me? He nodded. I do. Ricky sat down on the chair behind him and let out a heavy sigh a great thing to do after you tell someone you love them i love you (sighs) the thing is she sighed (sighs) i don't think i'm ready ricky i really don't think i am she shook her head three chapters left of this fan fiction (laughs) she shook her head and gazed out for a second i don't even know if you're the one he looked at her shocked not expecting this there is no such thing as the one. This ain't a movie. This ain't he, the Matrix, Amy. He responded back. Look, I love you, Amy. I really do. And if fairy tale movies were a real thing, fairy and, if she, and if Clementine was a woman, true. I could, could say to you. I could say you were comma dash end quotation mark. What? He sighed. <laughs> you are the one for me. Amy wiped a tear away. He took her hands. We have kids together. We've been through too much. 
Isn't that enough proof that we're supposed to be together? Amy bit her lip and looked at the floor. It only means we made a mistake. Two mistakes. Whom I love dearly. But that's that what doesn't... The, that's what, you know when they get, like, the <laughs> kind of funny, like, well, maybe a little bit twisted, kind of irreverent shirts for, like, matching shirts for siblings. It's like, I was the mistake. And then the other one's like, things don't always happen as planned. I was the mistake. I'm the one that my mom loves. Yeah, that's kind of a little bit of reverent and, like, funny. That's what John and, and Braley, they're gonna sh- their shirts are going to be like, oops, band camp baby here. And the second <laughs> one's like, the second one's like, oh, I, I was. Sorry, <laughs> Clementine. Yeah. <laughs> she looked oh, up. Boy. Oh, sorry. Uh, but that doesn't mean I need to be with you just because we have John and I just had Braley dot, 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 dash and quotation mark. That was Morse code. She's having fun with quote uh, with uh, hy- hyphens here. She yeah. looked up, trying to erase the negative clouding thoughts making its way into her mind. That's the thing. I just had Braley, and she is not okay, Ricky. She really isn't. I know this isn't the right time, but it never is. Bad things keep happening to us, and we have to start making... Oh. I don't know who's yes. saying this. Any ideas? Um, I think Ricky's saying this and Amy is responding. But... Okay. Bad things keep happening to us, and we have to start making our own happiness. Because that's she wiped Ricky, a like, tear away. Yeah. Okay. She wiped yeah. a tear away. I can't be happy if my baby isn't okay. How can you even consider going into a relationship with me after just learning our daughter might have a heart illness? She shook... Oh, he shook his head. <laughs> she shook his head. She, that's yeah, he thing, shook her Amy. head. She needs us. Both of us. Together. Braley ships us, Forever, Amy. Season 6 by Magic of Essence. Braley wants us to take a beautiful family picture. Oh, shit, what if Braley is Mrs. Miller? Whoa! She shook her head and let go of his warm, sticky, no, his warm hands. <laughs> his ooey-gooey hands. You know how I feel about being together for the kids. I don't like that. You really don't understand, do you? He asked. I cannot do Ricky vo- My throat is not up to the task today. <laughs> I don't want to be with you because we have John and Braley. I want to be with you because... I You're love always welcome you. to do Droopy Mole Man, Ricky, if you can't do the, uh... I do. Why won't you believe me? <laughs> she looked into his begging-looking eyes. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> she felt sorry for him. And she of sure course, did. She believed him, but this felt wrong. All of it. Especially considering the situation they were in now. I don't know, Ricky. She sighed and took a sip of her glass water. Some water <laughs> she was longing for. <laughs> Ah, that liquid, the liquid she the craved. Stuff. <laughs> this is that shit that hydrate me. <laughs> this is what I. This is the electrolytes I need. This is hold got on. Everything oh, here I we need. go. Here we go. Oh yeah! Ah, Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Cheers, she took bro. A, sh- she took a deep breath, which was what that that gas that she needed. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting thirsty just thinking about it. I already Fuck drank all yeah, my water. Bro. Oh, just crush this mason jar against my head. I can't you drink out of mason jars. I do. I just—they're oh, very cringe. cheap cups. They're very cheap and they're very useful. I, I just have them. one water bottle that I got at the Dota Two International. I have lots of drinking receptacles, but this is one I use a lot. Well, I could give you like ten reasons on the spot. Why okay, I go. Mason. All right. Uh, you can use them to hold all sorts of different kinds of liquids faster in the fridge. 
They are useful for measuring things in an eyeball way. They're glass, so they're they're non like they don't trap, stonk, stinks, so you can put like coffee and shit in them and it'll be good to go. Uh they're really easy to clean. Uh they really they look kinda nice. Um, they have jars, they have lids, you can use them to put canning <laughs> they stuff have in them. jars. They are jars with lids, so you can can shit in them if you want to. Is that um, why they call a- you Jordan yeah. Canning? <laughs> also, I would think that that's called jarring, not canning, because they're jars. Well. 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 So, well, no, you fucked up. I don't count well, that. I don't well, count any of those. Well. Well. Okay. Moving on. You Moving can make on. a pickle. You can make a pickle in a mason jar. No, you can't. A mason jar's not big enough for a pickle. You can get a fucking gigantic mason jar. That's not a pickle. mason jar anymore. What is it, then? It's a big jar. <laughs> <laughs> Tune into our comedy club tonight. We're doing a tight 15 on mason jars. Uh, actually, you were only doing 10. Fuck you. <laughs> Ain't I a stinker? So tell me more about the water that, it, that Amy was Yeah, I'm trying for. to find... There, there we go. I need time. I just really don't know if you love me, or if you love me because I'm this sad little girl who just gave birth and had a a troubled pregnancy who you feel sorry for. She looked away, down, not facing him anymore. (laughs) He was on the floor, so she was facing him, unfortunately. She felt ashamed to think such a thing. He took her chin and made her face him. I fucking hate this guy. Fuck you. That sucks. Hey, kid. I don't think you're a sad little girl who just gave birth who I feel sorry for. I really don't. After letting out a heavy sigh, oh, he continued. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, okay. <sighs> that changes everything. I just happen to really love you for who you are, who you became. This amazing young, strong mother who almost sacrificed her entire body to bring our baby into this world. Oh. You're strong, Amy. You are beautiful. And I love you. John loves you. And Braley... Dot, dot, dot. Yes. Well, she probably thinks you're pretty all right, too. Why Just does, How does Ricky have she it on any authority? You. How does Ricky have it on any authority that his premature daughter loves Amy? He asked her. Oh, what did she say? She said, yes, Dad, of course I love her. She's my Well, I guess she mother. does have John Jenkins She's not just my mother. So. She's also my mom. She's not just my mother. She's also my mom. She's is that, that Brayley voice? No, Brayley voice is, she's not just my mother. She's also my mom. I don't know what my you're mom. implying there. <laughs> well, I guess I guess that's the voice she's heard the most since her birth. Yeah, yeah, by far. Yup, <laughs> the person who gets the most dialogue in the stupid there's fucking two, fanfic there's two that I love so much. There's two options for Brayley voice. The first one is uh, she's my mommy, and the other one is oh, she's my mommy. <laughs> After letting everything out, the things Ricky always kept for himself because it was never the right time to tell her this. Period. She let out a gasp and tried to hide her watery-looking eyes, but failed. Ricky knew damn well that she had eyes. And that she fucking longed for that water. Do you she really could... think I'm she... strong? Wait, that's Amy saying that. Wait, huh? first of all, the reason that she couldn't hide her watery-looking eyes is because her tongue just kept darting out and licking the falling drops, because <laughs> she just longed for that water so much. Yeah, also she wasn't able to hide her watery-looking eyes because it was glass water. Mm. Also, why did you read that in in Droopy Mole Man Ricky voice? That was Amy saying that. I don't know. It just felt right. Do you really think I'm strong? She asked. He nodded. I'm going to read it. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He nodded. Yeah, I mean, you carried that whole box of anime figurines out of your apartment. Um, Forgot about that. That feels like a million years ago. But I'm willing to wait. You deserve to be waited for. 
He he when with that he turned around and walked out of her room to let everything sink in. She looked out of room 233's window. She watched the wind going through the trees, her thoughts driving her insane. Um, how is she able to see the wind? Because wind is not something that you can see. Oh, wind, I'm on Reddit. Um, she felt guilty for not knowing she had eclampsia. She felt guilty for the doctors not telling her that she had eclampsia. Yeah. For not knowing that something was, really was wrong up with her. her. And for not using her mother instinct when it came to her baby. On the other hand, she was happy she would be leaving this hospital tomorrow morning. Yay! Which was in five hours to be exactly. But she was also scared to leave without her baby. In normal circumstances, a mom should leave the hospital with her newborn baby. Not without. This felt so unnatural, wrong, and fucked up. But she was afraid it would feel like she never had a baby. That empty feeling she carried with her these couple of days were getting worse by the second because nothing made sense. Her mind was traveling to so many places all at once. Holy visit fuck, local, she's the chess visit master. Your, visit your local library to go on a mental adventure. Ricky finally telling her telling her finally how he felt. Really? He could have told her so many times. You know, right after they had sex, right after he broke up with Clementine. So many chances he had. I added those two lines. All those months, he could have told her how he felt. But he did he really thought his would be the right moment? Did he really thought his would be the right moment to get all sentimental? She could... She, how could he expect her to be okay with what he had to say? She felt numb inside. No room for love at the moment. The only thing that mattered to her was her daughter. Not her son. Fuck John. So many <laughs> times she wished for him to really love her. To choose her above Clementine. To have a future with her. Wasn't it obvious when she ran away to New York? that Wasn't it Wait, obvious that when she only, ran away to New York? The only thing that mattered to her was her daughter. And now to continue dwelling on her relationship with Ricky. Wasn't it clear that when she went to New York, it was because she wanted Ricky to move there with Anne and George oh. and the whole family? And Ricky and, and Amy George and would ben live and with Leo Nora and... Uh, fucking George Tom would be moves. a docent at a he was museum the, or whatever. No, he was a fucking doorman in their apartment building. Oh. Because because that he Someone went from, worked as a docent, I think. He went he went from high powered business exec to doorman. Thanks, Brenda. Isn't Fuck Tom you. the one who works at the museum? Docent he? Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Um <laughs> What was it? Uh, wasn't it obvious when she ran away to New York or that time when she said yes to go on a date with her doctor? Wasn't it obvious she was trying to make him jealous? So many times she wished. What if one character dated a doctor to make Ken hold on, character hold jealous? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. She, in New York, yeah. went on a date with yep. her doctor to make Ricky jealous in, in LA California. when he was dating. An, yeah. How was he? Wasn't it clear? Wasn't it obvious when she ran away to New York and the time she said yes to go on a no. date with the doctor? Wasn't it obvious she was trying to make him jealous so many times? No. She he could have been there for her since day one. Half of the time she cried herself to sleep and went through it alone. Him coming in there, tell her he loves her, doesn't make her feel like she has butterflies in her stomach again. It made her feel angry at him for telling her he loves her this late. The truth is, she has loved him. Since he had told her they could have had a chance at a beautiful future together that evening when they conceived Braley, but now wait, yeah, she she's been in love with him since they okay. fucked. Yes, great. 
but now she doesn't know. Like she wasn't anymore. put off by that when she found out that when he said that he was dating he was Clementine. T- no, maybe Ricky was dating Clementine to make Amy jealous. Oh, isn't that obvious? Wouldn't isn't it? Doesn't it make so much sense? Didn't you think when Amy ran away to New York and had sex with Ben three times to make sure that she felt so, that they didn't have a chance together? Wasn't it obvious that she was trying to make Ricky jealous? Don't I you don't think know if that's it? canon to this story. That's canon to the real story. Right. The truth is she had loved Reality. him since they said they had a kid, have a chance in a beautiful feature together and that evening when they conceived Braley. But now she doesn't know. Not anymore. And that's the truth. I really don't know, she thought. All right. That's the end of the chapter. Any any interesting commas? Pretty, update, pretty update uneventful bliss. chapter, to be perfectly honest. Well, Ricky said that he loves her, so. Yeah, the previous chapter, Amy said, I love you, Ricky. And then this chapter, Ricky says, I love you, too. I love you, too, Amy. And then she says, no, never mind. Uh, and then and nothing then, else and then, really happened. And then she reveals that she went on a date with Chris Stray to make Ricky jealous. Isn't it obvious is the thing that she ran away to New York to get and said yes to a date? Yeah, I guess that was a plot revelation. Yeah. I do like uh, the username of this person, uh... Uh, his emo fangirl. That's a pretty fucking cool username. Location, death and misery. Damn. Read my Damn. stories at your own risk. Oh, shit. Oh, Lol, I'm what you call a 2005 emo. This account was created in 2017. Oh, shit. His emo fangirl has a story called Heat Me Up, and the description is sex. Sex. <laughs> it's number 306 in toys. Oh, God. I kind of, oh god, I do kind of want to read, it's short. It's short. Here, we have time. This is, this is, <laughs> this is, su- this is Heat Me Up by His Emo Fangirl, chapter one of one, surprise, S-U-P-R-I-S-E. Let's take turns every paragraph, I guess. I waited on my darling to get home. Is this I waited, a song? No. I waited on my master to turn me on, press my button, stuff thick white stuff in me, make my insides <laughs> melt. Too bad, I have to be plugged in. A few short hours, Master comes home. He's carrying a friend, a silver one, with four holes instead of two. Oh shit, it's a fuck robot. (laughs) Princess, I got you a friend, Master says. OMG, I love his voice. He plugs us, both of us up. The electricity was high. Like a Just sitting next to my new friend made me hot inside. He placed two pieces of thick bread inside of me and pressed my nose down. His fingers are so soft. I wanted him... Do you get it yet? I wanted him to do the same oh, thing to the I other girl. It. God damn, it was sexy. He took, he took a step a... back, his crotch calming to a bulge. He stared at us, his sausage becoming bigger and bigger, till me and her came. The bread was hot when he got it out. I love pleasing my master. Ha ha, hey, ho, ho, ha, ho, hey, ha. Wait, hey. are you going to read the author's note? Author's note. Lulz, congrats if you read that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, OMG, WTF, Cheyenne. <laughs> Thanks, uh, his emo fangirl. Great stuff. <laughs> I'm a 2005 what a, emo. What a twist. It was a this story a about a toaster the whole time. I love it. That's good shit right there. I do want to say uh, that his emo fangirl is reading a fanfic called <laughs> by Cherry Cola X called the bad boy stole my bra. <laughs> oh, damn it. There's also Fifty Shades of Theo James. Oh, good. I didn't There's, know you could do that. Can we read some emo quotes real Lol, quick? Well, I'm what you call a 2005 emo. Sorry for just, like, going off on this stranger. 
Can we just can we just take turns? I just think this is great. I, I just think it. it's great. Can we just take turns reading some emo quotes real quick since this I, episode went a little short? I'm trying to find it. I sent it in the chat. Oh, some emo quotes. Emo quotes by Oh, the, okay, this is not by This is No, this by, is by I'm X Lon I'm X Lonley X Help. Can you read that phonetically, please? I do you mean like Im like, Lon Lake's help? Yes. There you go. I love you. 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 I wish I could say it to your face. This one's called Forbidden Love. Heart, heart, heart. She was a she was a normal girl. He was an emo. She had everything. He had nothing. She was loved. He was hated. She had a mom. He had a dad. She was perfect. He was different. How they fell in love is a mystery. She could have had anyone, but she chose him. Why? Heart, 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 heart. This one is titled Mary Stop. <laughs> what is love really? We all feel we're in love at times, but the truth is that not love. <laughs> love is something you feel when you know you found your other half, right? But the truth is 90% of us never find that half. We live loving the wrong person while uh, while our other half is lost out there trying to find us, but we weren't there. Maria. In fact, some of us think we found our other half just because of their looks, not because of what's on the inside, Lexi. S some of us don't e even b believe in love uh, until we f feel we f found them, Emily. What Mary, stop going after useless weird... bastards that don't love you. What if they is... don't love you well, they can go suck a dick. They're missing out what on knowing a very lovely that? and pretty girl. Sam. What is this? Mary, stop going after useless bastards. Barry! This one's called Emo Quotes, and it says, I love walking in the rain, because no um knows I'm crying. I don't, know what, called... <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> this one's called Emo Quotes, but the uh, the quote is capitalized. It says, how can we come we love, but we always end up broken in the end? Why do we love if they never love us back? Why should we try if they never try? Why do we fear love and they don't? Because we aren't them, and they aren't us. What is this? I don't, I don't know what we're reading right now. Why does uh, this have a thousand readers? I don't know. Sorry for all of our readers who are crying their eyes out right now. Yeah. Do you ever feel all alone? Do you ever want to scream <gasps> out Good loud? Good news. Last message from IMAX Lonlyx Help uh, on February 12th, 2020 oh, yeah, at 9am says, I've officially decided to end things with negativity. I'm going to try to be more positive and not end my life. Good for you. Good for you. Congratulations. You know, it's just a phase. If you're, still, if you're still emo, it's not just a phase. We've all been emo before. Uh, so that's a little brief foray into the emo subculture of Wattpad, <laughs> I suppose. That was very strange. I don't know what that business with Mary was. Yeah, I don't know who Mary is. Um, that's that's it. We're that's done, it. right? Yeah, I think so. We're I mean, not going to finish the cha chapters. Yeah. We're done. So it's the last yeah. episode. All right. Yep. Well... Yep. Well, thanks all for everyone for listening to uh, all the episodes of Jerkin It. This is the last one. Yeah, this is the last one. <sighs> you know, Jordan. Yeah. Do you ever just feel like uh, all five seasons of Secret Life were just sort of building to this, and that this is the golden era of Jerkin It, and this is the best part, and this is as good as it has ever been? I think that's 100% true, and I also think my morale has never been higher because I'm not watching the show anymore. I know, right? Like, look, 
it's so fucking good to do a podcast where you don't need to watch the secret life of the american teenager and i highly recommend it i highly recommend everyone yeah, start to all podcast. of our to all of our listeners who currently are doing a podcast where they have to watch the secret life of the american teenager every week try stopping honestly stop, just don't just no, don't no. you'll be much happier yeah but you know i feel like you know we're we're starting to kind of roll our train it's on its descendant maiden what's it the farewell voyage i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about <laughs> you know you know when a train is is kind of kind of getting rusty and they're they're like they about to it phase it out of use <laughs> they just roll it down a cliff yeah well i'm thinking that you know that we're having a farewell bon voyage trip of our podcast we're almost done with our first of two fan fictions so the next one will be our our final adventure together and we'll never speak again and i feel like Thank at least God. we're having a whole lot of fun <sighs> Jordan. Yeah. Do we have any questions on the Tumblr? Of course. Nobody sends us questions anymore. But Perfect. That means please, we can be done. If you have a question, please send it to jurgenit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You can find us on Twitter at Jurgenit. You can. I'm at Posy Stress. Jordan is at Bradipus Rex. We have a Discord that you can join. Chat with us, talk to people, hang out. Do it. Participate at, in our live fanfic readings. Look at images. Participate in our live fanfiction readings that we've been doing on Saturday afternoon evenings. If you're in the the Eastern time, six p.m., three p.m. Pacific, and three thirty. Jesus 3 Christ, three thirty Pacific, six thirty Eastern. And if you're in Europe or another part of the world, sorry, I don't well, know. I mean, I you can still know. do it. We're not going mean, to stop you, you. I just tell you to go to bed. It's just not necessarily as convenient for you, and I'm sorry, but that's just how time zones work. That's how time. <laughs> next, next, next episode reading at two a.m. Just, just in case. Just in case, two a.m. It'll case. be. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be early enough in in the UK that you still won't really want to do it. Yeah, I don't. I still don't know what the time zone difference is for any part of the world, so that might suck. But well, now that we're back from an incredibly stupid digression about time zones that nobody's ever going to hear. Uh, yeah, the Discord join link is on all of our episode posts. You can also support us on Patreon.com slash Jurgenit, where $1 gets you access to all of our bonus content, our secret diary of Ashley Jurgen's readings, our fanfiction readings that aren't these ones, our Grand High School Exchange program where we watch high school teen movies. We also have episode audio commentary tracks. We got the Circle Jerk series. And that's pretty much it. And there was the the brief uh, fucking computer generated scripts that we were reading, but that was that was too hard, too hard, so much, too much work. Not fun to do. Sorry, read. It's fun to read. And on that on that happy note, five (laughs) dollars gets you the bonus content plus a shout out in the podcast, as well as you can send in a message that we'll read in Ben voice ASMR optional. I mean, people better fucking start sending those in before I forget Ben voice. It's been a long fucking time. I mean, because of our fan fiction readings, I talk in Ben voice for most of my Saturday now. That's so. true. It's been a long time since Ben voice was on the podcast. That's true. Yeah, that's right. I mean, We're not forgetting it. It's, You're it's, all forgetting it. It's sad that Ben's not going to be in the next fan fiction, apparently. Yeah. I mean, he's not He's not, not in it. He just doesn't do anything in it. He's like He's got like a little cameo. Like, like how like Adrian was in this. Sam, I'm going to be so fucking pissed if I thought this was going to be Ben Madness the whole time and it was Ben being like, well, here I am going to the sun. Goodbye. See you later, boys. See you later, no, I boys. Mean, he he has stuff to do. It's just not that exciting. Is it really? I thought you said he was going to go spapeshit in this. I, I don't know why you think I said that. 
Did you really not? <laughs> I don't think I did. If I did, did I? I was lying. But the next one is is off the rails, right? Oh yeah. It just has nothing to do with Ben. I mean, I would <laughs> I would say it has nothing to do with Ben, but he's not like he's <laughs> not like a major player in it. Okay. You'll see. That's okay. You'll see. We have we have plenty of Ben fun on You're our, not going to be disappointed. Readings. He just doesn't do that much in this next fan. Well, if you want if you want lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of Ben, join our weekend readings because that's just all fucking Ben. Yeah, Ben is here to stay. Ten dollars yeah. gets you all that shit plus an incredibly an incredibly I have a hard time with that one. An incredibly special Discord role, marking you as one of Marshall's chosen, allowing you to listen to the podcast while we record it and argue about time zones. Yep. Thank you to our ten and five dollar subscribers. Destryhawk, HK, Valerie W, Alex Grass Dragon Corbett, Colby, and Tasty C Sponge. Damn that Boom. C Sponge is tasty. <laughs> hey Mo, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I died in 1973. Boing. We have to stop. I know. Nobody enjoys this except I, us. No, it's well. You know what? I, this podcast is not hey, for Hey, Mo, what you doing? You're unsubscribing? <laughs> Come and see me, boys. May West. Okay. <sighs> you can okay. find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. We are hosted on noisespace.xyz, the home of podcasts such as... Circumcise That Bezos. <laughs> Which cannot be found on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bris for bezos <laughs> uh, whatever you can the, also whatever, listen to whatever matt City Girls organizes whatever matt organizes the noise based version of the maximum fun drive that's going to be our contribution is is the single episode of of circumcise that bezos um you can also listen to oh listen to my pod cabbages you can listen to hamsteak the hamstuck podcast that's not what it's called listen Listen here, everybody. Personal, yeah, listen to Jurgen per- it. Personal, personal, uh, fucking recommendation. I have been, without going into detail, I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Oops, and I've been grinding it out like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And while I'm grinding, I've been just listening to all of of Kid Nation Nation. Hell I'm yeah, almost dude. at the end. Uh, the interview that they did with Laurel. What the fuck? I learned things about that show that I did not expect. Um, please listen to Kid Nation Nation. It's so fucking good. I'm so glad you were you were adamant that you were not going to listen it, to it. The concept of the reality show it's it went from just like what if they did Survivor with kids to like it's just all of the classic reality show tropes, but they're doing it with children, and that just sucks so much. But mm-hmm. also, it's really funny. You can also listen to. Uh affiliated show radish which is listen also fun times listen to fucking pot of greed listen to wow cool robot listen to podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses that one's fucking great listen to all of them is there any what's the newest what's oh listen to zero to zero i love doing that because it means that you have to you have to you have to shout out your own podcast after i already did it thank you to zero <laughs> to zero for being the most wonderful wonder wonderfulest podcast around yep and where where can can you find that one anywhere on uh what's the url for that by the way uh do you not have one space dot xyz shows slash zero dash two dash zero perfect if you want to find more of my 
sweet, sultry, sensuous. Thank God. sensuous voice. Thank you. Jesus. You can uh, listen to my two other podcasts, my two other sons. You can listen to Like a Podcast, a.k.a. Podcast Gagotoku. I do with Argyle, a pot of greed. It's about Yakuza. We're doing Yakuza 1. It's fucking awesome. It's really bad uh, dub that I hate, and it uh, they use a lot of swear words, which is pretty epic for <gasps> the fans. Fuck. <laughs> Kiryu, what the fuck are you fucking doing, Kiryu Kazuma, the dragon of fucking Dojima? What the fuck, bitch? Hello, That's basically I, am the- Shintaro- I am Shintaro Fuma. Yep, that's 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 Fuma for you, Fuma Fuma. Oh, you boon. Okay, yeah. Um, you can also listen to my other podcast. It's called Slappers Only. It's every other week. It's me and Max from Wow Cool Robot Pod of Greed. It's a good time. We talk about video game soundtracks. We talk about what songs are the good ones that are the slappers. We it's fun. We're doing Snake Eater next. It's gonna be up on Saturday. Listen out for it. Find us on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. It's good. You can also listen to my podcast Zero to Zero that Jordan mentioned. It's about who wants to be it's a superhero. Good. It's about it's about a very special boy named <laughs> It's about a very special boy named Feedback and his very complicated relationship with Stanley. I mean, it's a pretty simple relationship. It's a very uncomfortable relationship with Stanley. It's really something. <laughs> Whew. Spicy. It's spicy. Is you there a new else, episode Jordan? of that out? What? What's the last episode of that that came out? Uh, we actually, we had to miss this week, uh, uh, I, so I, we're, we're still on episode out. three. You know what else, Jordan? What's up? You can listen to the following quote. There comes a time when you have to choose between turning the page and closing the book. There comes a time in everyone's life where you have to choose between snipping that skin and clipping it on. Clipping it on! <laughs> You ever think about how the word clip can mean both to remove something or to fasten something? Fuck. Between clipping that skin and clipping it on. Fuck. See you in your dreams. See you in your dreams, Mr. Bezos. I'm coming for you. (laughs) If you get circumcised in the dream, you get circumcised for real. (laughs) That's what that's what uh, Freddy Krueger needed those big claws for. Yeah. Snip snip. Thanks, Brenda. Bye. Keith, you're next. Don't thank Brenda anymore. Thanks for nothing, Brenda. Thank you. Magical Magical Essence Vision. Vision!